0: Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. All views and opinions are that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Exactly. Exactly what you said. Exactly what I said. Welcome to episode B. Welcome back. We're talking about everything B this week. Everything B. Bloody B. Bloody brilliant! Ooh, all,
1: all bands beginning with B, mine.
0: Yes, and I noticed on the edit of A. So, for those of you lovely people who listen to edit A, thank or edit A, episode A, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Um, however, a slight apology from me as I did swear like an angry sailor. Yeah, but you did a pre to at the beginning. Cursor? I said I won't push the word. You did a precursor
1: at the beginning to say there will be swearing in this uh, podcast.
0: I, I did, but it was only because I launched into the first episode by saying "fuck" or something like that. So yeah, I, I apologise. Maybe we employ somebody to do the beeps. I, th- I think we did the joke last time where it'd just be one continuous beep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna really make a conscious effort. I'm not not at all suggesting this is going to be a podcast that will be. Suitable for kids, but um, I am going to really, really try no. not to swear anyway, too much. How was your week? My week has been up and down. It's been high, low, annoying, wonderful, and. All the emotions by the sound of it. Uh, yeah, a veritable roller coaster of
1: bullshit. You need some new friends. <laughs> My friend. J- just friends. <laughs> um,
0: how has your week been?
1: Yeah, good. Working outdoors, all weathers. It's been a bit kinder this week. You've had a nice sunny day or two. Quite the woodsman. The woodsman.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. You'll forever find me in a bush somewhere. I I love bushes. <laughs> no pun intended. Ah, uh, 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 okay. I was excited where that was going. Was you? Yeah. We we did this um this whole other take of this earlier when I I suggested I had an alternative career as a a, a vaginal waxer and um I could see you doing that to be fair. <laughs> i don't really want to know how you could see me do like have you thought about i can imagine you
1: taking it quite seriously though
0: <laughs> we come out in like one of those like white suits like a scientist in a clipboard wow it's miss <laughs> miss beaver you're next please
1: you yeah you're Your waxing shop with a big sign out the front. It'd be called Justice Beaver.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it! Nothing like talking about vaginal waxing at the start of a podcast about punk rock music. (laughs) Okay, so, um, yeah, last week really, really enjoyed talking about the amazing band that is Alkaline Trio. Um, and there was quite a lot of crossover about Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, so that. so naturally that brings us to B, which is
1: Blink One Eighty Two. Funnily enough, what, a, yeah. what it
0: would it have been a a decent punk pop or alt rock and punk pop podcast had we have not focused episode B on Blink One Eighty Two? No, not the the titans of uh, pop punk. They are the Titans. I think that's a fantastic use of the word Titan, and I think it's very, very apt. Um, Blink certainly are that. So, and that's what got us into this sort of music. Well, it, me, definitely, and I would say you as well. Um, yeah, it was just. I mean, and probably at the, at, a lot of our friends at the time. They weren't Titans at the time. They were just a band doing something in a different genre. That I didn't really know too much about. Um, as I said, episode one. I, I was kind of episode one. Episode A we should have done like the one to 26 of punk rock. Cause yeah. all the time, I'm just going to call it episode three, episode four. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So for me, it was like this whole new exciting thing in this whole new genre. Um, and they're doing these really cool things. And it was the, the pull of all of that. So they weren't necessarily Titans and I don't like the phrase, but they weren't like this mainstream thing. It was just like, all of a sudden these guys just kind of appeared and they were really cool to listen to.
1: Yeah. As opposed to where they are now. And, and you know, everybody's looked up to them along the way. Everybody started bands because they, they want to be them basically and and took influences from them. And now they're, you
0: know, a mega band, aren't they really? Yeah. And I think for me, that certainly happened at the time because I was playing in a band and all of a sudden to have this whole kind of world of like, do you know what? There's this really cool band. They're full of energy. They're funny. Uh, Their songs are really catchy. Um, They are so much fun to see on stage. And, you know, yeah, I want to do that. I want to be like that band. Yeah. I, I, want to, I want to pull off what they can pull off because it looks easy. And uh, It's the fun element though, isn't it? The fun element just draws you to it. You yeah. want to do that for a living. Yeah, and a- anyone who's ever been on stage as like a 16, 17, 18 year old um, and has not tried to do a Blink-182-esque joke uh, is doing it wrong because, <laughs> you, you, admittedly, you will fail and you'll look like a massive knob but um yeah, it, it 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 was the draw of the whole like this is different, this is like you know, these these guys swear, they they play naked, they you know, all, all these kind of crazy things and it was just like Yeah What a what a wonderful a wonderful place to be in your life. <laughs> naked on stage. <laughs> naked on stage It's it, like everybody's bad dream. In a pub in the back of beer <laughs> with, <laughs> with with like four people and just one guy who won't break eye contact with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, yeah, great memories, happy days. Well, wow,
1: first, first song you ever heard from Blink? For me, it was it was "Damn It," and I was at school, I think ninety seven. I probably heard that. And what was it? Ninety five. It came out.
0: Uh, damn it! Was ninety seven on Dude Ranch? Oh, sorry, yeah, it is ninety seven. Um, I think i i have I heard damn it but i think my first kind of sit up and take note was all the small things um yes and no. that, that was the video for all the small things and it was um i think it was just that was my whole kind of introduction into that world of punk pop because it was i i, I actually remember in um in it, for younger listeners, there used to be a shop called W. H. Smith where you used to go and buy CDs from. That's still going, right? Go, is it? <laughs> oh, shit, they're it's it's Just to die. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So go, go on to Wikipedia and find out what a CD is. Um. But they used to sell CDs, and um. I remember seeing the front sleeve of the um. The Blink One. With I yeah. think it had the guys on the front of it as well, like tattoo to fuck and you know not wearing much and yeah. and it was just like okay what's this and and I bought it and listened to it and I was like this is awesome and then I think like the album was there and it was like with um, Janine on the front of it with the oh the nurse the large breasts and the the hand the just anim- about to Animal be State that's the one uh, yeah. Cover. yeah and seeing that and being like I'm gonna give this a go and um and literally listened to that and it was just like. Epic song after epic song after. Yeah, epic I think for me song. it was
1: it was year seven at school, I think, and I was. You remember cassettes as well? I was talking about the CD. Cassette. Do you remember, remember cassettes? I had a cassette player with uh, "Damn It" and "Basket Case" on it and nice. things like that, and you know, proper old school kids.
0: Yeah, loving that. Well, yeah, I, I kind of for me it was the get the CD, and I was I was again as I said in episode one. I was I was episode A. I was working at um, solicitors at the time. Why? And Why did you ever make that life choice? I dropped out of college. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped out of college after about three months because it was just, it just wasn't for me. I just, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'd I, signed up to do one course and I got a phone call over the summer saying, um, yeah, that course has been cancelled. So you can do politics if you want. And I was just like, I have no interest in politics whatsoever. Could not care less about no. it and went along for a bit and also at the same time I was I had a mate who was working and um and we we were doing a band and we were like we're going to be rock stars and we kind of convinced ourselves that actually not having decent jobs and you know like not being at college and just kind of like working on the band was going to be the way and um I got a job at the solicitors as, as an admin assistant until um I I was going to leave them a couple of years later and join the police uh, not the pop group, um, the law enforcement group. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, so basically I was like, I'm going to do that. And then about a year into it, they were like, oh, you know, we we think you could train as hey, a... Chris, if
1: you hadn't um, messed around with your, your soundstage thing tonight, I'd, I'd say, could you just play a bit of tumbleweed for us? Because that was a cool story, bro.
0: Wow, you got to be a prick about it.
1: Yeah, so Chris has stopped talking about being a, a wannabe solicitor. And... Uh, we're just gonna give you a rundown of the, the Spotify stream. <laughs> you look really sad <laughs> I got nothing. I've got nothing. Alright, so top track, the the most all time played track on Spotify for Blink. What is it? What do you reckon?
0: Um I think Um it's gonna be all the small things. You're bang on. Six hundred and thirty eight mil. So that's pretty mental when you when you put it Bring that down into pounds or dollars. Well, more, more, well, like moreover, as well, like when you look at Alkaline Tree last week, it was twenty four million. Was it twenty four? Twenty four million for Mercy Me. Yeah. And Blink twenty two is six hundred and thirty eight million. That's Jeez. insane. And that, that's obviously just on Spotify. What was the
1: the Spotify breakdown? I think I remember reading it. Something it was something like twenty thousand
0: plays gets you like a penny or something or or, or 0.01 so you (laughs) see so so blink had 638 million plays they've just got a gold watch out (laughs) yeah that's it the gold watch and one of those little um those little things that youtube send after you've had like you know a million views oh yeah a little plaque in the background that says well done um yeah we're not paying you any money though um yeah no i i i fully expect all the small things to have ridiculous streaming levels um i think like seeing blink's Wrapping up the year thing, whatever it is, they they run like billions of plays and stuff yeah. like that, and yeah, it's just it's it's nuts. So it? that's
1: followed closely by four hundred eighty-two million plays for "I Miss You."
0: Okay, that's that's yeah,
1: I, I yeah, I'd say that that's there, uh, that is a uh, that's interesting. Actually, I was I was working with a, a guy this week, and "I Miss You" came on the radio, and he's like into rap and uh, grime and things like that, and. He was like, "Oh, great song!" You know, start singing along to it. So, I think it's one of those that crosses over yeah, genres, it, doesn't it? And it appeals to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not a punk pop song, is it? It's a, yeah, it's a pop song. Yeah, very much so. And it's, um, and don't it, that's not in a, yeah, it's not punk pop, pop song, is it? Don't care, we will talk about it. But no, it's, it is a, it's a good song. It's a really good song. Um, it's a, a breakup song. Oh, it's, it's a love song. It's an anti love song. It's but it, what, what a song. So yeah, yeah, you know, to have that racking up those kind of hits, yeah, I Alright, just to give you the last the last three
1: figures for the most popular stream song, it's What's My Age Again with four hundred and eighteen million, First Date with two hundred and fifty nine mil and Adam's song hundred and ninety nine mil. I would have thought Adam's
0: song would be in the top five
1: songs actually.
0: Well I there's there's one song in that list that I'm I'm a little bit baffled that's not in there. Rock show. Rock show. Yeah. Would have thought that would have been an absolute, yeah. you know, surefire thing in the top five. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still reeling that you cut me off. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> My
1: bad. I just didn't know if if the listeners want to hear about your your life story about. I, I think this, I, like. I
0: think I was trying to round it off in a nice way, and it was just the fact that I I'm, you're going to get it. You're going to fucking hear it. So I think I've
1: sworn now as well. So. Yeah. Anybody that tuned in last week and enjoyed the the little samples that that we were playing, Chris has broken it this evening. So yeah. um. It should
0: return next week. You're just going to get random bits of me screaming in a bit if it if the other tech stuff starts going a little bit, a little bit um, anyway. But no, my point was that basically that band <laughs> <laughs> that band uh, impacted my life choices to the point that I actually. Had a job training as a solicitor, yeah. and still managed to sack it off because I wanted to play in a <laughs> punk band. Because it was more the case of I've got to be serious, with this I've got to take exams, I've got to do all these kind of things, and it's just like do you know what? I would much rather go and play music and take a risk that this is what, um, yeah, this is what like, going to you, do. You are passionate about something, you, yeah. you pursue it, but yeah. and I ended up working in a pub, and but Enema of the State became the soundtrack to that per- period of my life because. All of the things that are happening around me was was still really important to me because it's my life. But um, that 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 was the soundtrack to it. So that that album was kind of like I look back at it now and go like oh, I made some really bad life choices, really bad life choices. But I still love those songs and look at them awesome. fondly and get go from there. Going, so, on, going off of that, would you? Oh, excuse
1: my stomach, just stomach. Can really could hear that on the mic? Shot um, on a goose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you say Animal State is your favorite album? Oh,
0: if you had to oh. it, if you had to pick an album, yeah. Do you know? I it's it's going to be close between this. This is where you were like half the the catalog. But I I think, um, the stays good. I I think there's maybe one song on it that is not the best. Um, Happy holidays. That's not an the state. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason why it's not so good on that album because it's not on it. Um, party song isn't the greatest song in is, my is opinion that,
1: is that the one I was thinking of uh, So you wanna
0: come to a party my friends bring me up in a oh no I was thinking wedding. of um, it's Christmas even I've yeah already. that's on take off your pants is it yeah it's track 4
1: my bad yeah sorry blink fans I got it wrong
0: oh my god I'm <laughs> working with this I cannot I'm
1: uh, gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna uh, say that my my favourite is the self titled
0: mm. I think if it was across, if if it, yeah, and the like, music great because there's some really cool um, underrated songs on there like going away to college. Yeah. Um, Mutt's great song. Wendy Clears, great song. Dumpweed's enormous, really cool song. Um, Aliens exist. Like literally. It's hard to, to choose
1: like the best of Blink because you get the comedy side on the earlier albums. Um, and the fun summary songs but then going forward like the
0: self-titled they've matured. Yeah. That's the thing that it's, it's from Dude Ranch right up until uh, the very last track on the self-titled it's like a progression it's a maturity yeah. it, it is the case of you looking at stuff like Pathetic on um, on Dude Ranch yeah. and it, and it's played so I don't want to undersell it but it, it's, it's very basic uh, in the grand scheme of things to when you're looking at "I'm Lost Without You," and yeah. the, the level of effects and the you know the level of production and like how the band's matured songwriting wise and how the band's matured in the way they play, and, you know, don't get me wrong, like Travis Barker has a huge, huge element in that because of yeah. his his style. But so between those those kind of you know albums, it, it, all of it was like each was an installment of your life. So it was like I had a different set of circumstances when "Take Off Your Pants" came out, and it was like it sung to those elements and it was yeah. like, yeah, this is great for that. And then on the self-titled album, it did that. But to pick one that, that is, oh, I, I, it's not Enema of the State. I love Enema of the State, but it's not Enema of the State. It- no, it's good.
1: I I like the darker, serious side to blink with self-titled. That's, that's an album I can put on start to finish and I don't feel the need to ever skip a track.
0: Not even through the Fallen interlude. No, I love it. you don't like it (laughs) well (laughs) it
1: adds something doesn't
0: it (laughs) oh and the
1: the intro to Stockholm Syndrome my dearest darling it's just so good yeah it's amazing
0: and that was that was from a letter that um I think was it the grandparents uh, yeah some Mark Mark Hobbs's yeah grandparents wrote to each other during the during, during the war but yeah now I I Take off your pants for me is an awesome what, album. Reckless Abandon, what a tune that is. Yeah. Um Rockstow. Rockstow. Rockstow.
1: Was there any need for um, Fuck a Dog at the end though? Um Like at the time I was very young and it was funny.
0: But now you're like, oh come on. Like I really? So again, like, I think like the evolution of Blink One Eighty Two, because then when you've got um the self titled album, and they've got um Anthem Part Two as the live track in Chicago. Oh, yeah, it's a bonus and track. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't he say something at the start of that, like, sort of, this is a song about a kid who got a boner in high school? <laughs> wrote a song about it, and it goes or something <laughs> like that. And it's yeah. just like, okay, so so I, I think that's that's the blink live thing and I, I i i want to talk about that in a minute because i think like studio blink versus live blink are two completely different things but yeah. um like the whole yeah i mean that that album's amazing and and was there any need for that track yeah there was because it's funny and 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 it, you know is is a good use of an acoustic guitar and and it, it did a lot for the welfare of Mexican pirates, <laughs> or possibly not. But on, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, I knew somebody who actually was a massive Metallica fan and and got the Blink One Eight Two album at Christmas, and they even phoned me up on Christmas Day and were like, "What track is it?" And I was like, "I don't know, like sixteen or something." It's like, "Fucking brilliant!" Like. I don't even like Bling or anything. I got I asked for this album just because it's got that song on it, and I, I got the version. It hasn't even got the song on it as well, and it was just like, oh, that, that, that's that's amazing. So it's a nice coaster then. Yeah, literally that, and it was just a case of yeah, well you know enjoy enjoy your Metallica. Ooh.
1: Nice, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. So, um, what about uh, Skiba on uh, the transition of Skiba? California.
0: Well, this is the thing because, like, I think we've just skipped over an enormous. Um... We'll
1: come back, but while we're talking about albums, I was I was just going to say what What do you think about the transition from from neighborhoods into California with with Skiba jumping on board? Um, as in musically, or yeah, like because the... like, personally, I think it's a different band. They should they should have got Skiba in and just changed the band name. You know, like with uh, Plus Forty Four. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and boxcar racer, they they should have done that, I think, with with Skiba and come back to Blink if, when when Tom was ready and if he was ever ready.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's kind of the monetizing element of it where I don't know if the guys, the other guys, are like, well, we've got this shitload of records that we can sell. And we can promote a back catalogue and this this one person stopping us from doing it. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. We wanna carry on damn it. We wanna we wanna carry on doing <laughs> it. <laughs> it's just like we wanna we wanna carry on doing that, so we're we're gonna do it and kind of I I wholeheartedly respect them for going, actually, this is something that one person's not gonna stop. We're gonna carry on with this band and we've got um, someone in to do it because I think at the time or like around the time, apparently Mark Hoppers was looking to do a project with Matt Skipper anyway. Oh, okay. And then it was like, can you come and fill in for these two festivals because uh, Tom's not going to do them now because he's got other commitments or whatever. I, I, again, have, having read so many different things into it, I don't, I don't really know. I don't think anyone will truly know what. Do you think there's any permissions
1: on that? So, has got to be. Have that? they got to go? I don't want to talk in terms of everyone at the time, but they got to go to Tom and say we want to carry on with Blink, can we have your permission to do
0: it? I think like Mark Hopp has described it as um, it's like going through a divorce at the moment. So I I think there must have been some kind of thing where they basically went like, okay, well, we're going this way. Um, Whatever royalties and everything happen in the future is nothing to do with you. But obviously, if we're still touring and making money off X, Y and Z and merch and stuff like that, you'll get a cut of it because you yeah. are the heritage oh, again like I'm, nothing factual behind this i'm just assuming being an Tom's ass- sat at home still receiving money for yeah that, because the that he's not doing and anything. and he should because he you know i mean the, the story behind how he wrote all the small things and everything like that which we may or may not come onto later but that is yeah you, you deserve to have the money coming in for that because that's that's insane so i think like I think it was the right thing to do to carry it on because there was a lot of people that were like, had grown up with blink and blink was this amazing thing. And then to sort of go like, well, it's never going to be around again because one of the guys doesn't want to. And yeah. then they go, well, actually look, there's still life left in this thing, but we're, we're going to take it forward. There's two of us as the the original guys ish. Um, and yeah, you know, this other guys come in and, and then they, they went and recorded California and uh, it a great
1: album. It's, yeah. It's flawless. I was listening, listening yeah. to it this week and, and, had that thought that they really should have taken this aside and, mm. and, and been a separate line from Blink. Mm. It's a bigger sound. It's uh, more guitar driven than, I don't know if that's Skiba that's coming in.
0: I, again, it's really difficult, isn't it? Because it, it's like the way that I look at it, it's like when, when you look at the progressions that bands make and they take these steps and you go like, okay, so in 2003, we, we were left with the self-titled album. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to 2011 and Neighbourhoods comes out. Yeah, And, and I th- there was even something I read, I think, last week or this week that was Tom DeLong basically saying, like, look, yeah, I, I wasn't really with it or, you know, I wasn't in the right frame of mind with that album. I, I was trying to push too hard for my way. Uh, and... It, yeah, I think that album didn't do too well, did it? Commercially, it sucked. Yeah. It, it was really poor for them. But I think he still, I mean, I, I sent you a video this week of like, yeah, it, yeah. and he was still saying that like parts of that album are genius. And I was just like, <sighs> I mean, there's some good songs in there, like ghosts on the dance floor. Um, genius is a night. word that's overused. <laughs> and like, I wouldn't ever class the word genius to be in, in a 500 meter radius of that album, because I don't think there's anything genius on that album at all. I think it's, there's some good tracks on it, but, uh, it's, there's nothing genius about that at all. And I I was really disappointed with that album. Yeah, I, a, cu- I, a couple of good singles is, is yeah. probably as far as it went. Yeah, and, and it, it had the feeling of something that had been thrown together. It had the feeling of something that was just like, blinker back, but did they really want to be back? Because When, when
1: they, I, th- I think they were on different parts of the world and they yeah, were sending yeah, recordings to yeah, each other. Yeah.
0: And I think Travis's point with it was there was never any challenging. And he actually said in an interview as well that, tom wasn't present for any of the mixing or the mastering tom didn't listen to any of the mixes. just went yeah it's fine he lost interest yeah. completely. and and he was even saying to the point that like when they were touring that tom didn't really give two tosses about touring but it was very much like um he started to care when the money started rolling and again yeah. yeah, th- these are all things which i've read online not through chat rooms but through excerpts of, of interviews and things like that so uh, it could be people's opinion it could be hearsay. So i don't know but those three guys will know exactly where it's at and, and what's what. But they came across at that time as a band that were like that and been in the UK as well. I mean, I think I've b- bought tickets for more Blink shows than I've seen yeah. because they cancelled them every canceled. five minutes. Yeah. And I remember them being that year um where they sacked off a UK tour to do a tour. Oh, was it the Honda tour? The Honda Civic Tour. With Fall Out Boy. Yeah, and it was just like a, a big old sponsor's come in and you've basically you know yeah. shat on all of your fans in the UK. I think we had
1: tickets for that yeah. tour didn't we? and
0: and you know I understandably after 9/11 when they cancelled the tour um that that year in 2001 totally understood that 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 was you know that was they they had their safety and they didn't want to fly etc and that that was fine but for that tour it was just like you you've basically gone we're not going to come and play in the UK because someone's waved some money at us. And to me that was just a big shift to be like well I, I don't know if that's the you case. You can understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, you, you, it's for your fans, isn't it? So, and, and if if you you know crap on your fans too many times, eventually they stop becoming fans, and you book tickets to see them again, and then they cancel, yeah. and then you book tickets to see them again, <laughs> and then they cancel, and then it's just like okay, and yeah, it's you, you know it, it felt a bit a bit odd, and also seeing the the change in the way the way they perform live so i i think that that's quite a good juncture to chat about yeah. blink 182 live what's your thoughts on blink 182 live jay <laughs> yeah well i mean i
1: I've, i think i've seen them twice once uh, just before self titled came out so they were still playing a lot of take Of your pants song um i think I've, i caught a few of the the self titled ones live and it it was great but this was this was pre tom putting in any effort because now well not now but when they were touring with tom i've not really got words but yeah not
0: much effort on his part i so i saw them at hammersmith on the hammersmith um apollo um on the self-titled tour and the best thing about that gig was motion city soundtrack they wow. they were uh, no no they're amazing they were so good they were full of energy they were tight and it was just like yeah blink were came on stage and they had an aura of a band that had just had a massive argument and i think like even to the point that some i might, I might be confusing this with the, i think i went to the Wembley show about, about 3 4 weeks later or, or 6 months later yeah. or something like that and someone had said like a mum joke and i think tom delong had like replied and gone oh yeah because we've not done mum jokes before and I was yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's rich coming from the king of mum jokes. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and it was just like, wow, there's something not right about these guys. There's, there's something um, they played like for 50 minutes. And it was like as a headliner playing for 50 minutes. And it, yeah. it was the first time that I'd ever seen them live. And it was just like, this is bad. And I remember them starting what I think was going to be their last song. And it took until the first words to realise what the song was because it was so fast, it was so mashed up, yeah, and it was just yeah. like, as soon as it came on to like, oh, they're playing small things. I was just like... Oh, yeah, but they are going to be sick of that song, so... But I, quick, I, get this one for <laughs> oh, yeah. um yeah. And then like, when I saw them at Wembley, um, I actually... It had just finished, and I went to the toilets, and I'd just come out of the toilets, and there was this guy going, I don't know if I'm too old or not, but that was really shit. And I was just like... Wow. Oh, I was like don't know how old you are but it was like it wasn't it wasn't shit it's just like they just play really fast it's just what they do but it didn't have that kind of feel of a band that was like you know we're tight like like alkaline trio when they play um like (laughs) rise against tiny moving parts you know some of these bands that are just their live performance is is on a par with the And I just, I, don't, I never feel that Blink carry that off. And I, I think their their records are fantastic and they are far, far superior to the live sound. But the energy that they brought to their early day shows, so like your yeah, Dude Ranch and the State and those kind of things, when, when you go back on YouTube and you see those videos and you see them jumping around and, you know, Mark Hopper sprinting around and playing the bass and pogoing around the stage and you go, that's the trade-off because what you're throwing into this live show is amazing because you're really bringing your songs to life you might not be playing them the best you can play them but that's because you're not stood still on the spot head down looking for every single note to be perfection so for me that was always the trade-off and it was a case of this band records are brilliant live they're not musically tight amazingly tight live Travis Barker was a huge help in that but then when he starts going off on a tangent and playing sometimes it felt like the songs were just really kind of bizarre but then when you throw into the fact that Friends of the Mix, the fact that, like, one person in the band doesn't seem to give a crap about it, and put effort in, it was like, what am I watching now? Yeah, at least it, I've,
1: I've been pretty lucky, actually, with the, the couple of times I've seen them. I mean, I saw them on, I think it's a Neighbourhoods tour in, hmm. in Bournemouth. I think I was with you on that night. Before. No,
0: I went to watch them um, at the O2, and th- oh, okay. with same, All American tour, Rejects, yeah. and they were brilliant that night. Yeah, I yeah. was going
1: to say, the... Sort of the energy between Mark and Tom wasn't very good, and I thought Travis just stole the show because yeah. he's incredible to watch yeah i I'd go and pay yeah. to watch him on his own yeah you know he's, he's such a good musician yeah,
0: yeah and I, I think in that scenario it's like where there was a band that and I get with I can see it from Tom Long's point of view because if he's going well look I'm a grown up now I'm not a nineteen year old kid I'm not a twenty year old kid at a frat party I'm not you know Playing these punk rock songs and drinking beer and, and doing all this kind of stuff. I've, I've got um, I, Yeah, you totally I, see where he's coming you from. You know, I'm a CEO of a company. I, I've, I've got all these things going on for me. Blah, 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 blah. I, I don't need to be that guy jumping around. 100% completely get that. But try and sing them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is sad, isn't it? When I, you I just, paid money to go and see them. And it's, for some people, it's their first time and they're really excited. And then they've got Tom. Doing his... um, Just... How does he pronounce head?
0: Yed. Well, it's not even that. It's more just like... Just almost like slurring words like you're drunk. It just... I watched... I I wanted to be fair and I I didn't want to be a fanboy in here and I didn't want to sit here and go, do you know what... Um, everything about it is amazing and I, I will defend this band to, to the hilt for being the best band in the world musically and whatever. And, and, and I won't because I don't think it's true. And there's so many positives about this band. I love. We're, we're not
1: slating Blink here. No, no, God, no, no,
0: no, no. But the, the whole idea of this, this kind of thing is we look at the good points and bad points of stuff, isn't it? Because yeah. I think if this was just a, a really kind of, okay, so now we're going to talk about Blink. Aren't they wonderful? Aren't they this? Aren't they that? And it's like... There are questions that people have about Blink and, and surely there there are people who know the band, love the band, love what they do and hope they continue making music forever. There's a team Tom, there's a team Skiba, that, that's, you know, that's apparent. Yeah, but, a lot of people would have turned their nose up yeah. at, at the Skiba situation. But for me, it's a case of, it didn't feel like after the reunion that Tom wanted to be in that band and it, and it, it kind of, it showed, it came across and it's like, if that was you wanting to be in the band... I, I take back everything I said, but I, I really don't think those performances warranted, you know, the kind of money that people are paying for tickets. So again, like the, the again, the convoluted point being, amazing band in in studio, um, not so amazing live in terms of replicating the songs and and every single note yeah. of it. But the energy and the performance was there. But then when you've got someone on there who's not pulling their weight and can't be asked to sing the lyrics and just dragging his heels to it, get through the through the tour it just said to me this is a cash cow and this is you're in for a bit of money here and off you go so when Skiba came in it was a real breath of fresh air because it was like you know don't get me wrong everyone has a job everyone wants money that, that tends to be how the majority of the world works so when Skye came in, he must have been thinking, well, this is great. I'm, I'm in Blink-182 now. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, 24 million <laughs> listens for Mercy Me, 638 million listens for all the small things. The pressure on him, though, to to you know walk
1: into a, a big band and, and fill Tom's shoes, he must have felt a lot of pressure from the fans, yeah, thinking, yeah, sure. you're going to have that 50-50, aren't you, of people that are going to love it and people hate it. But then to go
0: into the studio and record California... And so, if you go, well, California is the follow-up to Neighbourhoods. So, we're going to put these two things on scales. And it's literally to the point that when California goes down because it's so freaking good, it catapults Neighbourhoods off the scale. Because yeah. Neighbourhoods was, was a steaming pile of shit. How much
1: input do you reckon Skiba had in the writing of California? I've, well, not, I've not delved into well, finding
0: out. I read... Um, uh, something I I need to start sourcing stuff so people don't think I'm full of crap. And it's just like, yeah, he always says he read stuff, but he doesn't tell us where he read it. And it's like, it wasn't on like a toilet wall. It was basically, I think it was at the point when the album was coming out and Tom had said like, well, I had this whole album full of stuff and he released that tom DeLong to the stars demos and other bits. Oh, yeah. And he was saying like, some of that could have been the blink album. And and he was like, the reason we fell out was because they wanted to work with a songwriter. They wanted to take this in a different direction. They wanted to work with a songwriter and I wasn't prepared to do that. And that's John Feldman. John Feldman, of course. Yeah. So, um yeah, I, I think the fact that they work religiously with him and there's been other people, I think like um Patrick Stump was involved in um, Sober. I think he wrote bits oh, right. for Sober as well. So, um again, no source for that. I've just read <laughs> it somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I think things like that, it's like when you look at that album, you go, well, look, we want, we want we know what the blink sound is. We know what we want to do. We want to craft an album that's going to be really, really good. Um, We're going to sit down and we're going to work with these people. We're going to do that. And the end result is, is fantastic. And it's, again, you, you line it up against those earlier albums we talked to you about and it's like that ranks on par. Like there's, there's not a bad track on it. Yeah. That's, that's the John Feldman
1: effect though, isn't it as well? The, uh, the polished sound. Uh, He's
0: just flawless. I think he's great. it, it, it emulates, for the polished sound, it emulates the whole Jerry Finn effect. So what you'd have had on like so, yeah. 2003, all of a sudden you've got on, you know, 2016 with California, you've got an amazing producer, mixer, you know, in there going, okay, this this is this is what my vision of this album is going to be. And California, when it came out, when Bored to Death came out, I was so over... Flip enjoyed <laughs> just say it <laughs> I was so happy because I was like this is Blink what a great song and even people who had become skept- oh, I'm not sceptical about Blink by the way this, this is me just saying I think this is how I think it is but there are people who super that I know who super hate them and say like they are terrible they are this when Bored to Death came out they'd be like next time I'm seeing they'd be like playing the riff and be like this is great Yeah, love this and it's just like okay it's amazing and yeah, it, it was like someone had picked up this thing and gone. We're gonna make it precious again. We're, we're gonna we're gonna put the effort into it. We're gonna give it that liquor paint and that kind of restoration that it deserves. And for me, I was like, I could not be happier that this guy is in this band. I'm a huge Alkaline Trio fan, huge Blink fan, and it was just like, this is amazing. I can't wait to hear what this sounds like, and here in Cynical. On the um, the first album, on, uh, first song, on California. Yeah, the when track. You, when you've got um, Matt Skiba doing the the kind of the not shouty vocal, but like the um, sorry I'm not sorry now bit, yeah. but with a tiny bit of like a scream, and it was like this is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like a kid at Christmas with that. I absolutely loved that album. Thought it was amazing. Um, which, yeah, I know you're a big
1: Alkaline Trio fan, so the, the merge of these two bands for you must be yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, and there was the fear of well, what happens to Alpine Yeah, and and you know like, what's what's Matt we're going to be like playing? What's my age again? But again, when when your most re- recent reference point to that is someone going, you know, like trying to sing the words, um, anyone coming in and doing that is going to be better, in my opinion. Well, yeah, we we all could do that, I suppose. And and I think that's the thing. Is it for me? It was very much a case of this band's got what it deserves. Um, it's got people in it who clearly want to be in it, and they really want to make it work and go forward. So, I that that's where I stand on Matthew Skiba, okay. Blink One Hundred Eighty Two, and Thomas Delong.
1: What, what? Sorry, I can't, uh, can't what, find my words. What? 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 <laughs> what do you think about the future for Blink? Do, do you think there'll be a
0: return of Delonge? 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 That's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Because last yeah. week with the elephant in the room was. Um, What's going to happen to Alkaline True because of Matskeba? Um, and it's the same principle, isn't it? Um, I think it's inevitable. I, I'd love to see
1: a, a Tom return. You wouldn't? No, no? no I, I don't. I, but a, a Tom with you know, full of positivity and upbeat for the band, and he can sing the songs properly. That yeah. Tom, I want to see that re- that Tom return. And I,
0: I. I don't know if that guy exists. And I'm not being a... Oh, God, Chris, you're always so negative when you're talking about it. It's always seen the worst side of it. But it's happened twice.
1: Yeah, was it like 10 years apart or something?
0: Yeah, so like the um, hiatus, 2003. Um, neighbourhoods, 2011. And then 2015. Yeah, Calif- Just, just before California. Like, yeah, so 15. and And each time it was rumoured to be about him wanting to do more of his stuff. Like he, the reason they went on hiatus in the first place was because he wanted to take six months off to be with his family. Nobody can ever say that's a bad idea because that's that's 100% within your right. I get it. You would rather do something else. That's fine. So, okay. Should the band riding the crest of a wave of this amazing thing gone, well, there's all this commercial success out there. There's all these things we want to do. Actually, we'll just take three months off or six months off. And then Tom goes off and does his bits and they go... I, I honestly don't know, you know, without knowing all the ins and outs, what you don't know. But he came back. He came back because... Was it not to do with Travis and the plane he crash? Did,
1: he did this earlier on as well, didn't he? He took a break and, and went off and did uh, Boxcar Racer because he said he wanted to express himself in ways that he couldn't yeah. in Blink. Yeah. So I think he's always been but, trying to edge out and do other things. But then took <laughs> Travis, took Travis with him, yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, and like, if you're if you're if you're in Mark Hopper's PLC on that day, and like, yeah. It's like yeah, so Tom's doing this new band. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Travis is in it too. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, what?
1: She's <laughs> like okay. But then, but then Mark did the same and took Travis with for plus forty four. So Travis is the winner here.
0: And and I honestly think in that band he always will be because he is. By far the most talented musician that band's ever had and will ever have. Yeah. And he's probably the most talented drummer on the planet. I'd go as far as saying that. Yep. Show me another that's better. Can do it in so many different genres. Wait,
1: who else? He's, he's, play, he's play, playing for Avril now and signed to... Well, I mean, that just seals it. <laughs>
0: his, his label, Avril Lavigne or Melissa, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> do you know when you said Melissa, I immediately thought of... Um, the, the Melissa Joan Hart who used to play Clarissa on Nickelodeon, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just had had the image of her like as Ab- a- Avril Levine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bizarre, weird how the oh, mind wow. works. Yeah, yeah where does cool. your mind go you,
1: on dark places? <laughs> well, yeah, you did. You were the guy that had
0: a T-shirt that said, "I poke badgers with spoons," <laughs> I I had a T-shirt um, but again. but well, this is the whole like blink thing of just like being an ass on such, i i had a t-shirt that said i love horses i remember and it it was just a picture it it was i went into um a a shop in town and they were like uh uh, t-shirt printers and there was this kid's t-shirt and it it was like for a five-year-old it had a picture of horse and he said i love horses (laughs) and i just said to the woman (laughs) I, i was like can you just print that in like a in a medium please um Uh, Clearly, long years, long years ago, because medium would would not be fitting me now. Um, But she was like, "Oh, okay." And she's printed it. She looked at me and went, "Yeah, I love horses too." I was like, "Cool, cool, yeah." I I had I had some horrible t shirts though. I had um, I had one that said "pig fucker." (laughs) Why? I don't know. The shock value. And I I go into pubs wearing it and play gigs, yeah. but playing in an indie band with a couple of like punky covers, where like the singer's in like a, a shirt and like yeah, I mean like our, our band was just like this eclectic mess of like personalities. It was like there was no kind of central theme to it at all. What it was like it? a Radiohead with a yeah, it was like a, a metaller, on. a Radiohead fan, a Blink fan, and then a Travis Barker fan, and it was and it was just like this this really the I mean, you, you guys were all really good fun and, and good guys, but it was just like like as personas it was just like this is just ridiculous it's never going to work but yeah I, I had the i had the pig fucker t-shirt and then i had one that said i fuck nuns <laughs> jesus <laughs> and i wore that to a festival we played a festival <laughs> oh, yeah. um the the legendary band the animals were headlining that festival yeah house of the rising sun um and we were on the british underground rock band stage um, headlining at the same time as the Animals, so there was no one in our tent, <laughs> <laughs> luckily. And I think I was wearing a T-shirt that said "I fuck nuns," and um, yeah. Wow, Chris. Yeah, uh, and it 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 did spark um, a couple of my mates to um to get T-shirts with different things in it. Um, I had a mate who said, "Um, I'm not mad. Just ask my camel, Stephen. <laughs> um, I throw peanuts at old ladies. Um, I poke badgers with spoons." Who comes up with these? I think Justin had that one, not me. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yours. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah. So no. I and oh, I, I had the the D one of um, Christina sucks, Britney swallows on the back classy. of it. Classy guy that I was. <laughs> yeah. So that, I, I was all about the t shirts. But um, there was Blinking Spy, Green Day, and Spy because he used to have like weird t shirts and shit yeah. like that. And it was a, it was the only way. It's I... was the
1: could... punk rock thing to do. Did you have uh, any Atticus or Macbeth? You know, Mark
0: and Tom's clothing. So to start, or famous,
1: sorry, Travis. Well,
0: so like when it first started, it was it was all Loser Kids, wasn't it? Because that was their website thing, wasn't it? Where Loser Loser yeah. Kids dot com, which is the American version, um, and it was really difficult to come by. You couldn't get any any stuff. And being you know out of the way that we are down south, um, it was like no, there's there's no, there isn't any. But I, yeah, to order it from America all the time, didn't? Yeah, you? Yeah, I I managed. We were in this shop in Southampton, and I managed to find some Atticus t-shirts. And I was like, yes, amazing. And it was like 24 quid. And like at the time, 24 quid for a T-shirt was like you could buy a suit for that. Yeah. And, it, and it was just like, this is insane, but I'm buying it. And I wore the living stains out of this T-shirt. I wore it every day to the point that the bird was clearly dead upside down the front, but was crackled and peeled. And yeah, and then I got another one. And then there was a oh, there was a couple of clearance websites at the time. Where you could buy like rock, like like cut price rock merch and stuff like that. Oh yeah! And it was like, oh, they have got Atticus t shirts in there, but it'd be like bright orange ones, and you'd be like, still got Atticus on it, I'm buying it. I bought a pair of Beth shoes that were two sizes too big, yeah, just I did, because I they did were the same. With Beth. I did the exact yeah. same thing. It was just like they, those guys nailed their marketing, they nailed their merch. But yeah, I I was my my wardrobe was like an explosion in an Atticus factory. It was just Atticus <laughs> everything, and and like the. The cut off three quarter length shorts, the Dickies, the, like the Dickies shorts, or the not being able to afford Dickies trousers and stuff like that. So getting, getting ones from Matalan and what, chopping them up. Off. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then like the chains, the the chain down the side of your jeans that served literally no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and, um, never yeah. skated a day in your life, but still want to wear it. Oh, had a skateboard, walked around carrying one. <laughs> you had a skateboard? Could not skate. Yeah. Walked around carrying one. Where's the logic in that? There's there is none. Wanted to be in a punk band. You didn't carry a skateboard around. Carried a skateboard around. Tried skating, fell off it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> was really drunk most of the time trying to do it. Which is the guy carrying a skateboard around? Yeah, that was uh, that was how cool I was. But that's how dedicated I was to being like Blink. And every time we we're writing a song in this indie band I was in, uh, it sounds a bit punky. What do you reckon? Oh shit! <laughs> it's just like uh, okay, I wrote this one. It's like man, it's just so depressing. Or I wrote this one. It's just like ah, it's just too metal, and um, and we did not gel. And obviously that that's why um, we we started another band with you know yeah, them, he's then, forming
1: bands with people with the same like
0: minded people. And then yeah, we went down that path with it, and and kind of started doing punk bands. And that's that's when it, it kind of it became a bit more real. But for me, it was always like yeah, that's the life I want to be. My my little bubble world was was crazy because I was working in a pub, so if I wasn't working in the pub I was drinking in the pub and the rest of the world just kind of carried on and I just drank and played music and drank and played music and well, drank and played still music uh, I can't drink anymore no. <laughs> <laughs> I can never play music so no um but yeah it, it was like a real kind of like that, that was my little world so yeah rocking around with a with a skateboard yeah it's fine what's that over there that's my skateboard <laughs> that's, my ho- that's my hoverboard
1: going back to Blink um, favourite music video? Ooh. they got they got some awesome videos haven't they So mm. you, I really enjoyed the always video because it was just quite different with the, the triple screen always uh, delayed behind itself or forward yeah it was really clever the um, way it was put together and written one of them on, on each screen wasn't it?
0: Really, really clever. I think I, I'm going to wade in there because I, I think actually the the best punk pop music video. I'm I'm going all in on this. Okay, what's my age again? Yeah, great video. Just funny. Just just in, that at the time for that album encapsulated Blink One Eighty Two. And I know like everyone's like, oh yeah, but the first date one with Boomer was amazing. Yeah, and, brilliant. And, you know, and Spalding that still lives in his van. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, it was just like, what a cool video. The, the running around naked, the, you know, the Gap commercial, the going on The yeah. Last Word, the, the banana guy. The porn um, star. Yeah, and all of that was just like, this is what this band is. And there will be someone out there going, no, fucking mainstream, damn it, damn it, damn it ruddy mainstream sellouts and um you know oh they they did this and they made a video of this and they made a video of this i think for m i want to cover mainstream okay because i just get more angry about it every single <laughs> week about this perceived perception perceived perception so not only is it a perception it's something that you perceive as a perception i'm talking shit wow yeah <laughs> you went down a rabbit hole there yeah i did there's a blink reference yeah i I, this would be the point where I'd use my little my little gadget here to oh, um, wow. to, to fill some space while I compose myself. But I've I got nothing to it's Chris's sound Chris's soundstage will be back next week. Will it? <laughs>
1: Let's hope so. We've
0: <laughs> been flight tested. Maybe we can
1: find a, a friend that's uh, good at audio. Well, you, well cheers, mate. That, that can help me. us out.
0: Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's not a problem. Um, but yeah, I think best video for me, I yeah, I, what's my age again? Love it. Feeling this was cool video. Um, but yeah. what's my age again? quintessential blink 182 seriously mate just go for a poo my my chili
1: con carne it, sorry listeners it's um it's playing up
0: tonight is it the Doritos? <laughs> Don't you talk about Doritos? <laughs> I was going to fill the room, um, before you came into that, I was going to fill the room with um, pickled onion space raiders, but you know what? I couldn't, because everywhere I went, it's sold out. Oh, they're that popular. They. Yeah, and everywhere else had Doritos with a sign saying, you need to make a chilli with this to make them taste good. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about that at all. Um, what about you, though? What, what would be your favourite um, Blink video? Well, other than always... Um... I think I,
1: I do love the. Oh, is that your favorite? Is it? I don't Always. know. If it's my favorite. I really like Miss You because of the how dark it is, and I, I'm a bit of a an emo deep down. I like the I like the darkness. No, the Fringes the are a terrible band.
0: <laughs> wow! Shots fired, Justin. <laughs> what, Justin or Justin? No, no, no! Shots fired, comma Justin. Ev- that's not even the right grammar either I don't think. Shots fired. No, Justin I, I do
1: oh, no. I love the Missy video. I think they did really well with that. Yeah, I I like The Spider bit. Again because it's my favorite album probably as well. Yeah. Seeing Blink take a turn from all their comedy sort of sides to them to mm. to go into the the darker,
0: more serious side. Yeah, and again it, it's the growth of the band, isn't it? It's that kind of it's the the progression. Yeah. In into, you know, the, the next sort of level. Um Yeah, I think I'll go always on you on that. I want to do a, a like a, a really cool, but badly researched shout out to the guy who made the "What If Blink Recorded Up All Night" in two thousand and three or something like that. Can you remember that there was? So when Up All Night came out, yeah. everyone was like, "This is okay," this is you know. It's... But there was this guy who did like a super cool punk rock, like punk pop version of it. As if yes, it, and I have seen that. I cannot for the like, like he had this sign that was like. Uh, I need a drummer. Travis, help me. But he was like playing all the instruments and he stuff himself, like that. Yeah. And I was like, that's fricking better than the Blink version. So no, like hats off to that guy whose name I
1: cannot remember. I don't know if it's the guy that's still around now and he does a lot of covers, but he changes them to like it'll do a country style of something. Is it the same guy? I have no idea at all. Well, yeah. Shout out to him as well. We should have, like you said, maybe researched him.
0: Yeah. and It's only because it just came into my mind there about like, when we're talking about like sort of progression, it was like, okay, yeah, well, Up, up, up All Night was a an interesting one. Um, so do we have any more Blink factoids? Um, or, um, I've got one,
1: which let me just find my little notepad because I wrote it down in Once I've smashed it against Sorry. the mic. <laughs> um, Blink were originally called duct tape.
0: Yes. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. That's um, a terrible name. I've, yeah, I can think of worse names, but yeah, no, that is, that is a, and then they changed it to Blink and then got asked to change it from Blink to Yeah, there was else. another band called Blink, wasn't yeah. there? That they it was had- an Irish band called Blink. And when Blink started getting some kind of traction, they were like, all right, let's cash in on that. Yeah. And then apparently the record, I think it was Cargo Records they were signed to had said like, you need to change this and we've got an ultimatum that has to be changed by this date. Um, otherwise we'll change it for you. And then I think Tom came up with a 182 bit on the end of it. One night skating and... Any that. idea on the 182? I don't know. It was just a random thing, I think. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's... Um, the working title for all the small things. Yeah. Any clue?
1: I think you you've mentioned this before in a previous chat, but I forget. What was it? Baby Cakes Butter Muffin. Baby cakes, butter muffin. Is that a name for his for his girlfriend? I guess
0: his penis. <laughs> his penis. It's what, what he called his penis and his balls. <laughs> all the small things. Baby cakes, butter muffin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one on, on the podcast can, can see the hand gestures, but it was very phallic. Um, yeah, no, no, just I think that all the small things was was written as a radio-friendly song. That I I learned that a while ago and was completely blown away by it. So it was a case of. They had to they recorded most of the album or all of the album and all the small things was the last track to be recorded apparently. And it was because they were like, Well, we need to have something that the record company's gonna go, Yeah, this is nice and radio friendly. Uh and then Tom DeLong sat down and wrote this thing and they hated recording it, they hated playing it, but as soon as it was kind of tracked, it was like, This is amazing, this is a great song, you know. Uh, just blown away by the fact that someone can just go, yeah, I suppose better do this then, sit down, and then 638 million Spotify streams later. How, how talented is that man that he can go, oh yeah, this is it, pull that one out of the air. What the hell? Yeah. Unreal. Absolutely yeah. Was that, unreal. Was that
1: one of the ones on uh, the American Pie soundtrack? Or was that rock
0: show? No, so American Pie soundtrack was mutt because the first one they were in was American Pie the first one and they played Mutt in the soundtrack yeah Um, and I want
1: to say going away to college was like the opening to one of the American Pie films
0: no? every time I look for you was the opening to the second one and I do not think they featured in the the wedding i don't think they're in the wedding we should have done our america by research <laughs> yeah I well, to, to be fair we, i think we were going to incorporate in last week's and um, yeah I, I have got the notes for it but they're buried under this week's notes so um we're just going to be lazy and not lift up pieces of paper and look at it so yay us okay
1: i think um i think i'm done on on blink for today but do yeah. you want to, want to delve into some bands we could have spoken about about beginning with B? yeah
0: so i you go first you 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 we'll we'll you go I go you go I go in in the style of American Pie Two Except we're not gonna take clothes off and we, show we, each we... other parts. <laughs> So I'm, completely I'm, not I'm good for that yeah, in, 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 completely not in the
1: style of American Pie Two. Um Ooh. sticking with Mr DeLong Let's go Boxcar Racer B
0: Okay, love that album. That album's awesome. And don't ever want them to make another one. Because I don't want them to tarnish what... I'm not saying they would, but... Yeah. I, you know when something is that good, it's like just... just Spoil it if you do any just more. Just leave it there. Like, yeah, I mean, Feel So, what a cool song. There is, what an amazing yeah. song. Just, I, I get why he's like, if if he couldn't write, he didn't couldn't feel, he couldn't write those songs in, in that band, to go and do that, Fair Play, mate, hats off to you. That, that's an amazing. It's so good. I need to yeah. go and re-listen to that. I was watching some of the videos for it last night, and it was yeah. just, yeah, really, really good. Really enjoyable. Yeah, really good. Who you got under B. Under B. I I'm gutted. So I, I had some bad news about this which I didn't know yesterday. So I discovered a band a couple of years ago called The Bomb Pops. Yes. And they are phenomenal. They are so cool. They're so catchy. Um and female fronted or uh all female? yeah, so Jen and Polly were lead singers. So um dual Vocal. Yeah. Um and just just love the whole vibe to the band so cool and then i, I found out that polly's actually left oh. um so she um wants to um carry on trying for a another child and sort of have a bit more of a different different lifestyle she um has um diabetes i, I think it's type 2 diabetes type 1 diabetes but so that yeah. and and she's quite an advocate for speaking about that and just sort of listening to what she talks about and one of the songs on their albums about it called um, double arrows down really cool song um and it's just about living with it and i think she's kind of like you know health issues wanting to be in a band and do all these yeah. kind of things i'm, I'm growing up and I, I don't want to do it so i was check ab- them out. absolutely devastated that she's left because she's she's really really cool and they're a great band so hopefully they'll carry on going they're, they're still touring i think they've got the guitar tech whose name is remington um, what a name? Yeah, and and she's she's awesome, great great guitarist, and it's just yeah. like yeah, Remington. I love that name. So I'm I'm really hoping that Bomb Pops will will carry on, um, and still keep making some awesome music. But I was yeah, I was really gutted. But yeah, definitely Bomb Pops. Yeah, check out um, Bomb Pops
1: if you haven't heard of them. I, yeah, I only have recently. They're really good.
0: Dear Beer, great song, and um, Notre Dame, really cool. And there's there's tons of other really cool songs. But yeah, definitely Bomb Pops. How about you? What's next? What's next? I've got brand new. oh that was gonna be my next one. Was it? Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, brand new awesome. Favourite track? Uh, the one I can't pronounce. It's in <laughs> French, I think. You can help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, that one with a really cool bass line at the beginning. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <a>, boop, boop, <laughs> boop Sick Gloria Transit. That's it. That's uh, Latin, yeah. Thank you. It was Latin, not French. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I, yeah, I think that band absolutely have the market cornered in the ability to sing songs where it, it's the someone is just losing their shit, that tiny little bit yeah, like where, it's always on the edge. Yeah, when it's kind of like that, um not really sure how this is gonna go. Like um the song Jesus Christ yeah. um off the Devil and got of Rage Yeah, it just, brilliant. just just that song when it's it's on this this level and it just ramps up a little bit towards the end. And then when he has that kind of outburst of like the scream with like the broken kind of like vocals there. That is just like hairs on the back of your neck yeah. without fail every single time. So, you're definitely a, an amazing band. And, um, what's the other big song off that? Um, off the same album as uh, F- the quiet things? Quiet things, oh, wow. just a a when that kicks in, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that De- Deja Tondu album is, is phenomenal, and that's, that's such a cool, cool, cool song, uh, cool album. But, yeah, the quiet things, what, yeah, what a song, huge chorus, yeah, and and they, yeah yeah I watched a couple of videos of them live doing that as well and it's again it's one of those moments when it's like just when that calm picking bit starts yeah then when it kicks in it's just like oh this is this is fantastic so yeah no, absolutely brand new okay so I need to do another B um I would have to say Bon
1: Jovi <laughs> you, you do remember what genre this is right uh yeah no uh blackout yeah, so Blackout are probably, we've, we've picked a couple of bands would be, they're probably crossing over
0: in the more emo sort of old uh, rock, are not they? they rather than yeah, the it's that kind of, the bridge to it. So I, th- I think it's, again, um, songs like um, is it Why We Can't Have bad th- uh, Nice Things. Um, um, I don't know, I forget the song title. It, it's the really anthemic... Um, all is said is done is the 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 chorus-y bit. I really wish I'd have I'd have the same as you listened to it. And I'm like I love this song. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's um, such a good live band. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw them supporting uh, Chemical Romance in Cardiff years and years ago, and um, I was not disappointed. I, I, thought, yeah, I awesome. thought they were absolutely brilliant. And um, linking into Blink, I saw
1: them support Blink actually, which is a weird crossover between the two bands, but it worked well. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Uh, Bournemouth. Okay, what you got next?
0: I have got bowling for soup. How could we not talk about B without bowling for soup? Yeah, great band, great hits. Are but,
1: they an album band though? No,
0: no hits, aren't they? All hits. Yeah, I I think again diehards will will tell us otherwise, but um, yeah, I think fa- uh, favorite song. Everybody wants to get all the bad guys one, don't they? But uh, there's
1: one that always sticks in my head. I don't know if it's called Trucker Cap, <laughs> but the line is, "This is the song that reminds me of my Trucker Cap."
0: I, th- I think if ever there was a song written about a Trucker Cap, I would have thought it would have been written by Four Year Strong <laughs> uh, rather than Bob the Suit. But yeah, fair play. No, almost. I love Almost by Bob the Suit. That's a brilliant song. Cool. Mine would have to be. I I'd like 1985. I think it's just yeah, that catchy. A tune. Yeah, it's just catchy. Um okay, um Billy Talent. I was gonna say Billy Talent, yeah. I beat you to it. Love Billy Talent, favourite Billy Talent song? Pff, this Down in midnight mass. This suffering. Yeah. Red Flag. Fallen Leeds. Rusted in the rain. Rusted from the rain. Are we just gonna list all those songs? Yeah, that, uh, Brilliant. Um okay, and The first three albums. Awesome. Just yeah, fantastic band any other B-related bandage that you want to mention? own? Uh,
1: shout out to Boston Manor. Okay. I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks' time, actually. Oh, tell them I said hi. Uh, I'm I. not friends with them. but to <laughs> <laughs> say, neither am I. <laughs> uh, but under B... Yeah. Uh, mostly going to see
0: the, the support band movements, but... Oh, yes. Love movements. Yeah, I was disappointed that they couldn't make Slam Dunkin'. Slam Dunkin, Slam Dunkin. Then I could make Slam Duncan either. So it kind of it just, yeah, yeah. It wasn't 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 good.
1: Uh, Bring me Horizon, but I think early Bring Me is is really metal rather than or yeah, they metal
0: now they're kind of pop. I'm confused as to what metal is now. I'm just it's probably I one of those think Metallica things, still. It's one of those like it, it has lots of sub-genres, Like and we'll be like, oh yeah, that, that's not that's not punk pop. That's just punk. Or like, yeah, no, that that's not emo. That's like alt rock, or that's like post hardcore, or it, it just what? So the last one I've got on
1: my list, which I'm embarrassed to say I haven't listened to a lot of, only a couple of songs. Is Basement? I've, I, I've only heard a few songs. You heard of Basement before? No.
0: Chris is shaking his head. No, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't see me <laughs> here, so it's a podcast idiot. Uh, no, I I have not. I I am completely new to the club. Sell Basement to me. From the songs that you've listened to. I'd love to, but I don't know enough about them. That, <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Um, I'm all out of B bands. If you've uh, got any bands beginning with B... I've got one more. Breaking okay. Pangaea. Never heard of it. Ba- baking Pangaea <laughs> is um, the the alternate one who spend been there. I can't even be with a joke for that. Just quickly, can I interest you in a, a chocolate seahorse? Uh, no, thank you.
1: We're, we're uh, this podcast is sponsored by Guylian chocolates. Is that I've always wondered how you say that Guylian? I think Guylian. Other uh, Other Belgian chocolates
0: are available. Guylian. Guy Guyliner. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I'm okay. Thanks, mate. Um, okay, I'm
1: just gonna get a chocolate.
0: Yeah, it's cool, mate. You, you, you do you. Um, yeah, Breaking Pangea was Fred from Taking Back Sunday's band prior to Taking Back Sunday. Okay. Uh, and I think song Wedding Dress. Um, actually, is lyrics from that and elements of that are used in the Taking Back Sunday song "My Blue Heaven." My blue heaven, literally sung just like that with chocolate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, they really cool band. And as all things, Fred are rocky, gritty, a um, little bit screamy, um, but yeah, satisfying. So yeah, that that would be my my last beat. And as always. We will have missed some bands out that people are like, Man, why didn't you talk about Blue Oyster Cult? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. I, I do know why we didn't You're talk about Breaking Bjorn from <laughs> <Biondman. laughs> uh, No,
1: seriously, if anybody's got any bands beginning with B that we've missed that yeah. we should have given a mention to,
0: please email them to chat at brainstew.co.uk. Thank you. However, we're not going to record the podcast and put it in there. Because that takes a lot of time. So just send us a message and we'll go, Ch- cheers.
1: No, I would be actually genu- genuinely interested in any band. Uh, of that course, I'm, be, I'm, I'm
0: being a sarcastic yeah, we didn't bugger. Think yeah, no, it would be. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Knowledgeers. Knowledgeers <laughs> knowledge <laughs> us. Knowledge us up. Knowledge us up. Yeah, knowledge us up, man. <laughs> Beef up our mentals, yeah? Um, yeah, no, seriously, though, if there are cool bands out there that we don't know about, it's your duty, your civic Ruddy Ooh. Duty. Boy Zone. I'm going to edit that as well.
1: Yeah? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's all the B-bands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yeah. all the B-bands for this week. Yeah, so, okay, so, right, after the B-bands, we... I I did promise last week we'd talk about the best video but I'm kind of pleased that we've done the best Blink video and not the best Punk Pop video because I didn't really put a lot of effort into that but I just thought you know what What's My Age Again is a really cool video and I'm sure there's loads of cool videos out there but actually I talk really fast and slurred a lot it was almost like I was singing Rock Show in 2011 (laughs) and anyway moving swiftly on do we have any ooh tidbits (laughs) This week,
1: <laughs> oh Chris's tidbits, tidbits.
0: <laughs> Anybody's listening on? Can a... we record that jingle properly? No, because we the thing's fucked. <laughs> no, we can't. No, look, no, look. Yeah, you can only hear that in the background. Wait, do that again. It's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be louder. Oh, Chris's tidbits. I like that. Tidbits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. My tidbit was going to be Blink's original name was
0: Duct Tape, but no, yeah. I, I like that. I think you can use that as your tidbit. Yeah. Um, I, do, do you want me to delete it from the show earlier and then put it in now, <laughs> or just leave it in and see if anyone's actually listening this long into it and be like, "Oh, I didn't know that, man." Nah, because w- what you
1: didn't know is uh, I said to the listeners, "Look, like, look at my eyes, look at my eyes, don't look around the eyes, look at my eyes."
0: Oh, you copy- didn't hear what I said earlier. Copyright, <laughs> copyright, Little Britain, two thousand and three. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Apologies, David Walliams and Matthew Lucas. I saw Matt Lucas on the tube once, and I did the really, really cool the really, really cool thing of not staring at him the entire time he was on the tube going, that's Matt Lucas, that's Matt Lucas. Did you talk to him? No, I just stared at him the <laughs> whole time going, that's Matt Lucas, that's what, that little bold guy over there. And, and he was so, just like Matt Lucas looking, and he kept looking over at me and having a bit of a smile, and he must been thinking like, that guy's fucking looking at me again. And I was just like, that's Matt Lucas. And do you know what he did when he got off the tube? <laughs> I got off as well. <laughs> I followed him. <laughs> stalker no we were getting off at the same tube station but um it just so happened that he got off in front of me and i followed him off literally behind him and because i'd been like kind of not even attempting to hide the golden rule on the tube never look at anybody in the eyes never look at anybody yeah in the face. People don't do that, no, like, head down even the if phone. the tube was on fire head down yeah guys it's on fire just move talk to your feet but yeah me no no matt lucas hello matt lucas hello how you doing that is sinister you're the, the way you're the looking at me now you're the man off the telly the funny one say something funny I, I didn't say any of that but I just kept looking like I'm like
1: is not that looking good funny you say that I, I read his book and he hates people like you basically he may have read. <laughs> I thought
0: you were going to say funnily enough I, I, read his, I read his book and it wasn't funny <laughs> so, wow um, but yeah do, no, do, you, do you have a oh Chris's tidbits oh this is tidbits. Wow, the to is Sorry. I, I can. I, we'll, we'll sort that out. I'll edit that out. Do I have a tidbit? Um, what have I learnt this week for my tidbit? I don't know. You tell me. Kangaroos do not
1: sweat. How has that got any relation to Blink 182? That's just a.
0: I didn't say it was going to be a Blink a mammal 182 tidbit. you've learned this week, is it? They're
1: marsupials. Sorry, marsupial. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> marsupial. I, I don't know if they're marsupials, but that was great. I, I went with it because I believe everything yeah. you said. Oh,
0: good, good. <laughs> yeah, Matt Lucas wrote a book about me. <laughs> me and Marsupials um, by Matt Lucas. Uh, only joking, yeah. So so obviously, yeah, um, a, blink one, a Blink 182 related fact that I do not think you know about. Go on. Okay. Mark Hoppus. Has a brother called Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode A people are like, ha 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 Episode B people are like, I, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Listen to episode A and you will understand what we're talking about with Jezza Hoppus. Go on. Um, Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus, when he first met Tom DeLonge, tried to impress him by jumping off the top of a lamppost. And broke both ankles. No. Oh. Injured both ankles. <laughs> okay. Amazon crutches for three weeks afterwards. I did know that actually. Fucking prick. I also learned. What do we call it? Jay's tidbits then. <laughs> oh, Jay's <laughs> tidbits. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, I also learned
1: <laughs> that Mark has a sister called Anne. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is that a fact for you?
0: Yeah, she was a bass player in Avril Lavigne, <laughs> along with with uh, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost had coffee coming out of my nasal passage then. Right, I think it's time, Chris. Let's do it. Are you going to give us the jingle? Um, yes. Um, hang on. It's the bitch. <laughs> you changed the end bit there, I like that. I, I, to be fair, I, I'm advocating for not having a soundboard and just doing really <laughs> random things that that is going to hurt. I'm, I'm literally looking at the wave on the recording now and it's just, like, peeking to the point that, like, uh, when we get out, when we open the door and get outside, there'll be about 60 dogs outside, like, oh, did, did you want me? Sorry, like, everybody, if your ears are hurting now. Uh, yeah, apologies, yeah.
1: Um, hang on. We could always go, oh, big bucket of bullshit. <laughs>
0: It's the big bucket of bullshit! Yeah, I like that. <laughs> right, what was the theme this week? So, so it, it was really well written last week as well. We had to explain it to ourselves twice. Um, it was... We we pulled out a top five, um, following on from the, the crisp extravaganza. Uh, the top five for this week... Um, uh, the top five we had to do this week was your top five funny... No, I think it was favourite, wasn't it? Favourite funny... Japanese
1: words. Which I think it should have said English words translated into Jap- Japanese.
0: Uh, either or works really, doesn't it? <laughs> Again, I did not think we thought through. This is almost like we made it up on the spot.
1: Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, but um, if, if uh, anybody listening wants to send us in things to put into the big bucket of bullshit, where yeah. can they send it to? Uh, they can send it to chat at brainstew.co. Dot UK. And it's kind of no holds barred on this. Send us whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously we're, there's no obligation for us to do any of the weird shit that you send us, but it would still be a consideration to pull it out of the big bucket of bullshit and go, oh, okay, so so Dean from Oxfordshire suggests that we... Yeah, we're not doing that, Dean, and you need help. Um, <laughs> but Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's content and we will consider every application. We will we, we'll consider it, but we will not do it. Potentially. Maybe we will. Anyway, so, Jay, do you want me to do my top five? I think maybe we go one and one. Okay, so
1: um, what is your first English-Japanese word? What you got? All right, so I'm going to give you it in Japanese, and yep. then you've got to guess what my word is. Okay. All right, here we go.
0: I didn't have a drum roll. Well, we won't okay. last week, yeah. Here we go, first word. Anata no Akasan. That is an otter in moccasins. <laughs>
1: Am I right? Oh, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> wow. No, that was uh, in Blink kind of reference. That was your mum. Ah, uh, okay. Uh. Anata no
0: Okasan. <laughs> yeah, modern or true moccasins. What's yeah. um, Okay. <laughs> um, Gucci. Gucci. Is that a, a female... Organ? No, it's just your Gucci. It is just Gucci. yeah. But the alarming thing is it sounds like the clothing brand, Gucci. Yeah. So that Gucci must be that, that must be really difficult. The parties what are you wearing? Gucci. Huh? Bit weird. Yeah. That's what that smells. Anyway, you on? <laughs> okay.
1: So wa uh, Um say it
0: again. Oh I missed a bit. <laughs> That's yeah, That's what I can get. it. <laughs> yeah, you'll
1: get it this time. So so wa ja ga ita koto desu.
0: Gary Glitter likes raspberry jam. <laughs> Close. That's what she said. Ah, oh, amazing! <laughs> Love a good office reference. Happy with that. Okay, ready. Hamu oretto. Say again. Hamu <laughs> oretto.
1: Can I have an amaretto?
0: No, ham wallet.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Classic, very good. <laughs> okay. This I think you can get this one. Legit get this one.
0: Borusaku. Uh I'd like to borrow a sack truck, please. <laughs> <laughs> no? Borusaku. Uh no, I'm still I'm still with a sack truck. Ball sack. Ah oh, okay, alright, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to go safe on this one. Um, go on. Tanuki, Tanuki, Tanuki Mario. Yeah, no, that's that's where it comes from. Uh, raccoon. Uh, yeah, well, it means <laughs> it means apparently Google. I I typed in badger to Google <laughs> and it came up with Tanuki. So I was like, maybe they didn't have badgers in there. That's like, and it says like raccoon dog or raccoon. So I was like, okay, yeah,
1: okay, well oh, that was close. Yeah, good job, not bad. yeah uh, okay, here we go. Sumami. Um,
0: is it... Pancake. Sumami. We're doing the British thing here now, where you're just going to start pointing and saying it louder until I get it. <laughs> no. I, I I have no idea. Knob. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's the answer, though? <laughs> right. No. Here we go. <laughs> Kimuku jara no saibusha.
1: Kanuku. You... Say it
0: again. Kamuku, oh sorry, kimuku jara no saibai sha. I, uh, apologies, any Japanese listeners, if, if we're saying this completely wrong. <laughs> We've literally listened to this one, several times. One ago. more time. Uh, kimuku jara no saibai sha.
1: Get out of my shop or, or you're not well.
0: No. Hairy Growler. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of words for Harry Growler.
0: I know. He must be very angry. <laughs> very angry. All right. Aren't I classy? Aren't no, I aren't I'm a classy good. bloke? That yeah. was good. Yeah, my last one's so this one. So
1: this one might throw you off. Okay. This is my last well, one. Well, I've been so close with all the others. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Sekushina Anaguma. Um, do you have a table for four? Can we sit near the window? <laughs> Sekushina Anaguma. Suck my balls,
1: sexy badger. Okay. Which I don't know how my badger came out different to yours.
0: Yeah, surely that should be Shukashima Tanuki. Who do we write to about the the Oxford Japanese dictionary to to confirm that their language is wrong in our Google eyes? will Translate. Okay. Are you boys right? So this one, um, you get two for the price of one on this because this this was brilliant and there's a story behind it. So so I'm gonna go for it. Ready? Bike shadow, finger bang. <laughs> Bike shed <laughs> no! Come on. finger bang. Finger
1: bang, bang behind the bike shed?
0: Literally, bike shed finger bang. Comes out like that. However, Google, I love Google, in its infinite wisdom, put underneath it when I said it, do you mean bike shed fingering? I'm <laughs> Finger bang, yeah, it's the same thing. Cheers, Google. Thanks, Google, mate. Yeah. By shadow unshi, which means fingering, as opposed to finger bang. I believe there's there's a way in which it's delivered is is the actual reason as to why the two words are lovely, are so different. Yeah, but I mean, wow! Thank you, Google. I learnt stuff. Uh, that was fun. I don't I don't know. Who we had a clear winner on that one. Uh, well, you you got one right with the tanuki. Yeah, it was um, close. And I was very close with um with the otter and moccasins. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it>? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me. <my> f- <laughs> shoes for otters (laughs) (laughs) mottasins dragons down here we come what's your pitch so guys hear me out (laughs) have you ever ever been been to a a woodland park and seen otters going around stubbing their toes well they need a mottasins
1: Safety wear for otters. <laughs> Look out for those on, on the Brain Street merch <laughs> sourcing. Oh,
0: fucking hell. Damn.
1: Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, I think, yeah. And one last thing. We're going to pick next week's Big Bucket of Bullshit from the Big Bucket of Bullshit. So we need another jingle for the Big Bucket of Bullshit. Oh, next week's Big Bucket of Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Let me just go and get it.
0: <coughs> Mottisons <laughs> oh.
1: Okay, Chris has picked one out. This
0: is what we're doing next week. Oh, okay. Go shopping. You must go to your nearest shop and buy each other the most random gift possible. Budget one pound. Challenge accepted. Random gift for a pound. Is there any um any no goes on this, any any restrictions as to Boundaries is the word I'm looking for. No, I think it's all goes. I suppose you're not not going to be able to buy any porn for a pound, are you? If you are, it's going to be incredibly low quality. Unless
1: unless you're in the local library printing it off, paying for the sheets of paper.
0: That's ruined that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not getting thrown out of there for that again. No. It's difficult when you've got family members that work
1: there. (laughs) Thanks for listening this week. That's been fun. Yeah. Doing the B for Blink. Next week we'll be doing C for... Come back and listen and find out who C is next week.
0: Yep. Yep. Happy days. And yeah, thank you once again. Anything you want to email in to us, um, it is chat at brainstew.co.uk. All of our social sites are live, so we have at brainstew Pod for every single one of them. Um so yeah, come and come and uh, engage, chat with us. Give us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow. Yes, yeah. Toe friends, um and do not steal my idea for mottersons because i'm convinced this is a million pounds waiting to be to be made cool see you next time cheers bye cheers bye